0: All you need to know, the NDTV Profit podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and a happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from NDTV Profit, and I'm Agam Vakil. Today is the 12th of February. We continue to track PTM at the start of the new week. My colleague Vishwanath has learned from his sources that the Reserve Bank of India may consider a review of the February 29th deadline for PTM Payments Bank if adequate customer deposits are not withdrawn. The regulator has not taken if any final decision in the matter yet and will only review the need for an extension next week. That's because 10 days in, the outflow of deposits has been slow as customers are still dealing with uncertainty around the future of ATM. The RPI wants to avoid a situation where multiple customers are not able to access their money after February 29th, There is an interesting update on India's oil refiners. Bloomberg has reported that all three of them are in talks with Rosneft oil to secure long-term supplies of Russian crude in an effort to move away from one-off purchases that have left them vulnerable to competition. Indian Oil, Bharat Petroleum and Hindustan Petroleum are in discussions but talks have been drawn out as the buyers are seeking clauses to protect them from exits and penalties should payment issues delay cargoes. That's according to the Bloomberg report, which quoted unnamed sources, in total, Indian refiners want to lock in about 500,000 barrels a day of Russian crude supplies. All three stocks have had a tremendous run over the last three months gaining over 60 to 77 percent so keep that in mind. In other news the government will reimpose the approved list of models and manufacturers for solar panels from the start of the new financial year. That's based on a memorandum from the Ministry of New and Renewable Energy that was sent out on Friday. The approved list was put in abeyance for one year to help domestic project developers get the benefit of foreign supplies while they built up domestic manufacturing capacity. And now, here's an update that you should pay attention to if you're a salaried taxpayer. The Employee Pension Fund Organization or EPFO has fixed the interest rate on deposits for the current financial year at 8.25%. This is up from 8.15% in the previous year Eight point one percent in 2021 22. The rate in the year ending 2022 was the lowest in four decades. The fund will be benefited from a higher interest rates as well as surge in equity markets over the last year. Remember, as much as 15% of assets under management of the fund can now be invested in equity markets. In good news for the exchequer, net direct tax collections for this financial year have grown about 20% year on year to 15.6 lakh crores, which is 80% Of revised budget estimates for the full fiscal. This bodes well because collections tend to rise substantially in the last few months of the financial year. In other news, Life Insurance Corporation of India has received an income tax refund of twenty five thousand four hundred sixty four crores, and it is likely to be realised during the current quarter, according to Chairman Siddharth Mohanty. Last month, the Income Tax Appellate Tribunal of the Income Tax Department issued an intimation for the refund of the same amount, and the refund is related to the interim bonuses to policyholders in the last seven assessment years. In international news, President Joe Biden has urged Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to shield civilians in Gaza from an Israeli military operation in the southern city of Rafah, saying it shouldn't proceed without a credible and executable plan for their safety and support. That's based on a Bloomberg report. The White House readout after a phone call between Biden and Israeli reader followed pledges by Netanyahu in two U.S. television interviews earlier on Sunday that Israel will have a plan, including directing civilians northwards in the Gaza Strip, to get them out of harm's way. In international markets, US stock futures are largely unchanged this morning and volumes in the Asia-Pacific region are likely to be thin. Several markets are shut this week on account of the Lunar New Year. And you should ideally keep one eye on global bond yields this week. The yield on the 10-year has risen to 4.17%, with traders now accepting that their bets of a rate cut in March are unlikely to pan out. And with that, it's over to you, Neeraj, for the trade setup for India today. Morning,
1: Neeraj. What are you focusing on in the start of the new week? Good morning, Alex. Uh, Well, it's an interesting morning of trade simply because Asia doesn't have too much in terms of cues. So therefore, in some sense, uh, it is what India is doing, which uh, which is the key thing. Uh, for our markets now a lot of talk around India valuations and I think uh, Morgan Stanley's put some of that into perspective from their point of view It mean, not necessarily be everybody's but Jonathan Garner writes that India is Morgan Stanley's top emerging market pick and India and Japan are amongst the top Asia ideas as well now they say they expect structural outperformance of India on nominal gdp and capex and digitalization agenda they believe that financials and industries will recover in 2024 and that the premium valuations that india enjoys are, are warranted by superior fundamentals also because india is expected to be the key driver for global growth uh, in the times to come so that's uh to be kept in mind that uh, there is constructive view there amongst global sell side on india independent of the i mean big Despite the fact that the valuations may optically be expensive, so bear that in mind. Now, from, um, from, from a what the markets will could do today perspective, like I said, difficult to call out a single day uh, thing, but if you just look at what happened last week, right? Uh, the main indices had a very quiet week, but PSU's continued activity. However, I must say the PSU results are looking very shoddy, and those should be kept in mind as well as we think of what could happen. Uh, From an SJVN to a Shipping Corporation of India to a Mishra Dhatun Nigam uh, to an ONGC, the numbers were weak. So PSUs could be, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if fundamental based PSUs could have a bit of a down day today. Uh, The other aspect is private banks. There is, you know, consistent delivery based selling happening in private banks. Unless the FII flow changes, it's very difficult to call for a sharp V-shaped recovery in private banks. Valuations have been good for a while, but... Just seeing consistent delivery-based selling, even last week was the same. So difficult to make a case for a V-shaped uptick. From among sectors to watch, I think pharma and cement are seeing strong news flow and results and could be the sectors to watch this week. So what about key stocks to watch? Well, aside of the big ones, which is Hero, uh, which was in line, or ONGC, which was weak, or TVS on which most brokerages have come in and said that the valuations do not deserve Uh, any kind of a major upside, there are a few others that I would love to focus on, amongst them PSUs, like I said. So do keep a keen eye out for Mishra, Dhatu, Nigam, wherein revenues were up 8.8%, but uh, EBITDA was down 45%. Margin contracted 1,400 basis points, as a result of which PAT was down 67%. SJVN saw some sharp margin contractions, so watch out for that. As did uh, SCI, maybe not sharp margin contraction, but revenues were down and net profit was down 50%. Uh, so three PSUs in addition to ONGC, which were weak. Let me look at some strong results. Uh, so the one more weak number was campus where You know, consum- we've seen footwear companies largely have a very mixed to sluggish uh, quarter three. Campus is no different. Revenues were up 1.37, but margin narrowed from 19.74 to 11.92. There was a sharp contraction and pad down 48% at 24 crores. The estimates were 57 crores. Nobody anticipated this margin cut, and which is why campus activewear uh, looks slightly wobbly. Inox swing looks good. DOMS Industries looks good on the results. DOMS in particular, 22% uptick in revenues. Uh, margin expand to 67 basis points, so very strong performance. Pat up 43%, watch out for this one. Inox Wind revenues up 122%. A bit EBITDA 92 crores versus a loss. Margins at 18.4 versus estimated 14.2. So these two uh, could also be really active in the session. So these are a few stocks that I would keep a keen eye out for. There is a lot more uh, which you can see in our copy all you need to know. With this it's back it's back to you Agam. Thanks for that Neeraj
0: and that's me Agam Akil signing off. Have a great day.